Welcome to a crazy little thing called Love Death. It's the Halloween special number two, 2020. Let's start the show. of the scariest places in the world to find you stories. I thought to myself, let's dedicate this one to you guys. Everyone, all of you. We're gonna start with a story in Mexico called La La Lora Harbors and Arrows. Kids in Mexico often have memories of trying to get La Lorona to appear in the mirror by saying her name three times in a pitch black bathroom not altogether unlike Bloody Mary in the United States La Llorona or the weeping woman much easier to say drowned all of her children in the river after a man broke her heart when she realized she wouldn't get him back she tried to drown herself too, but she was rejected from heaven and sentenced to a fate of wandering and grieving. She can often be seen soaking wet, wearing all white and crying over her children. And she's not totally harmless. She's been known to snatch an unspecting child or two. La La Lorona or the weeping woman, which is much, much easier to say. He said to be related to the Aztec goddess Kotliskyu. Kotliskyu, Kotliskyu. Sounds like a street name in Birmingham. Kotliskyu Avenue. The next story takes us across the globe. From my ancestors, country, India, hello India, a place called Skandokatas. If you're ever traveling by train in the Bengal region of India, be on the lookout for the Skandokatas, or the headless ghost of people 
who uh, lost their heads in a train accident. That's what happens when you get your seats on the roof. Which I also have a joke about, so don't go nicking it. They're often seen lurking around train station or train tracks. They might ask you to help them to locate their head if you see one. This is likely not a polite quest. request, by the way. They've been said to possess those who do not comply, or to react in other violent ways. However, they're also not hard to outwit, because they don't have their heads. Not far from India is a place called Japan, have you heard of it? They've got a ghost called the Kuchisaki Ona. Why was that more easier to pronounce than the Indian name? Even though I am Indian. Asian. I've got a friend who's Australian and he said you're not Asian. Asian or Chinese. Well, tell that to the British government then. We have to tick British Asian on the charts. Whatever you call them things. <laughs> Let's get on with the story before I crack up. If you see, if you see her, tell me if you see her. If you see her, you may initially mistake her for a beautiful woman with a mask covering half her face. However, the Kuchisaki Ona, or the slit-mouthed woman, has a question for you, and you better answer it right. Do you win a prize? She said to approach people waiting for trains or buses at night and ask them, Am I beautiful? If you say yes, she'll reveal a gaping knife wound of a mouth and likely ask you again. If you say no, or scream at the sight of a face, she'll give you a gash to match her own. Supposedly, you could throw candy at her to make her get away. Malaysia Hantutiki. That is the name of the ghost. Hantutiki Tiki. Most straight teenage boys would gladly be smothered by a large pair of breasts. Oh yeah. But this is not always a given in Malaysia. The Hantutiki is said to prey on children particularly younger boys who are out alone at night, appearing to them as a woman with gigantic melons growing out of her back. What? She's got melons on the back of her... Back on the back. Not on her chest, it's on, it's on her back. If they're successfully transfixed, she gets closer and closer until her topsy-turvy teats expand and engulf the boy. He will never be seen again. That's because he got lost in her boobies. <laughs> I've got to keep this voice up because it really makes this comedy... Not, it's not comedy, it's horror. Yeah, it's, ho it's Halloween. Get on with it, love, Dev. Scandinavia! Oh, here we go. Here's gonna be a name that I can't say. Maybe it's a good thing, because it might pop out like Freddy from Freddy Krueger. 
Is it Freddy Krueger? You say he's not. Yeah, it is Freddy Krueger. Okay. Scandinavia. Jenga Jenga. Like the board game Jenga. A Jenga Jenga is often the spirit of someone who died a violent death and has returned to haunt the living. That's not too unusual, ghost-wise. But the twist in this is that they often just look like real people. Like the lizard people that live with us. They often attack by pinching you when you're asleep. And this isn't as a banging as it sounds. If you're a victim of the Gangjanga Ganga Pinch, you'll wake up to a blue spot on your skin. That indicates the presence of a sickness that will spread to your heart. I asked lots of you to send me ghost stories, but you couldn't be bothered to do it. Apart from one person who is a very good friend of mine, Donna Bond. Donna Bond is not just a very good Facebook friend, but I also know her personally. She sent me some stories which I hope they make some sense. I've read it briefly and I'm not too sure about them, but we'll give them a go. At least she made the effort. So it starts with Love Dev Barpasia. You spelt my name wrong, Donna Bond. I have an anti-ghost story about the time I went to the station hotel in Dudley. Dudley. On a fact-finding mission with a researcher for Most Haunted. Do you remember Most Haunted, the TV show? I used to watch it all the time. Wasn't too sure if it was real or not. But it had Derek Kakora, the Pakora, as most Asian guys know him as, or people. We didn't find any ghosts, but we did realize that the seismic activity may have been behind some of the odd furniture moving hauntings. Apparently it's right opposite where the cricket pitch fell into a hole in the 60s. I did think I had a haunted house when I lived with my first husband. I think it was your first husband. He was the ghost donor. That's why you're not with him anymore. I used to go into my spare room and find porcelain dolls had their faces covered over with the ironing. Do you mean the clothing ironing like the clothes or an actual iron? I hope the iron wasn't on. My lodger saw a human shaped figure watching him at the end of his bed. And I said, why don't you try talking to it? So one day he did, and guess what? It spoke back. He said, what do you want, ghost? And the mysterious figure said, I'm watching you, mate. I'm watching you. I'm also waiting. What's he waiting for, people? I don't know. The figure followed him when he moved out. So that was his problem, I reckon. Maybe it was an old tenant who didn't want to leave the property. 
like most tenants do. The ones who can't be bothered to pay their bills so the tenants get in. A company that try to get rid of them. Debt collectors get the government involved. Also Donna says, is my house haunted? Probably. Or were the chaps I lived with just a successful Successible to fear of the dark manifestations of their own minds. I.e. nuts. Probably nuts, bab. Also very much turned out that my first husband was a bit of a sleepwalker. I bet he was living the dream. <laughs> I had to throw that joke in. That's mine. Don't go nicking it. <laughs> Probably covered the dolls with the ironing after he peed on it. That explains a lot of it. I told you, Pab, it's your first husband. It's your mistake. What can we do? So those are the stories she has sent to me. The only person from everyone I asked. I ask you all the time, send me some ghost stories. Send me some ghost stories. But you couldn't be bothered, could you? Now you've made me angry. Look at the sound of my voice. I sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, I did get another story, but it was after a gig. I told this woman who was the promoter of the club, and she said I'm really into ghosts. And she told me two stories, but she was absolutely hammered. Proper out of it she was gone mate so I couldn't get her story because I couldn't remember it and I was in a rush to get back to Birmingham this is a story about the haunted doll bit like the one Donna Bond mentioned to me when you think of haunted dolls it's likely creepy old Victorian looking porcelain dolls that comes to mind. But none of you which probably have laying around, I don't have one. I think my nan used to have some porcelain dolls. And then when she passed away, one of my aunties took her. I won't be able to know which auntie it is because I've got six of them. And three uncles. My family is massive. <laughs> Don't get too comfortable though, around any kid's toys soon, because a Disney Frozen Elsa doll, which was gifted for Christmas in 2013 in the Houston area, actually made headlines, which weirdly became haunted. Let it go, let it go. Don't hold my spirits anymore. Let it go. Let it go. You can't have this doll anymore. So the story is, the family decided to keep the creepy doll out in December of last year. Weeks later, they found it inside in a bench in their living room. The kids insisted they didn't put it there. I don't believe your kids, they did that. They wanted to keep the doll. 
She believed them because they wouldn't have dug through the garbage outside. Kids would do that, trust me. My kids will do anything to get their gadgets back after I threw it in the bin when they don't listen to me. Madonia told KPRCT Houston News at the point. Elsa sees the single English retention of Let It Go altogether. But it was in Spanish. That's why they thought she was possessed. The family then double-bagged the bizarre doll and placed it in the bottom of their garbage, which was taken out on garbage day. What day is that? Mine's on a Thursday. They went on a trip shortly after, but when they returned, Elsa, too, had come back. What? And was waiting in the backyard of their home. So they actually put Elsa into a garbage bin, and she came back. <laughs> this time the family mailed Elsa to a family friend in Minnesota, who taped the haunted doll to the front bumper of his truck. It doesn't seem to have made its way back to Houston yet. That should have been my Halloween weird news story. It could have been, couldn't it? It sounds like a weird news story. But it's not going to be. Here is a story about dead animals in the walls. When the Bretzus family decided to insulate their home in Auburn, Pennsylvania, in 2015, they discovered that it had already been with scores of dead carcasses. The expert attributed rotting animals in their walls to powwow or Dutch magic ritual originating in the culture of the Pennsylvanian Dutch to treat alignments and gain physical and spiritual protection. The Pennsylvanian Dutch were a group of German-speaking settlers in Pennsylvania in the 1600s. Often the Lutheran many or Amish faith. The Washington Post notes on the magic. Many of the spells deal with the care of livestock, finding water or the treatment of minor alignments, reflecting the conditions and concerns of early American settlers. But powwow was also within its tradition of darker spells and even such things as conjuring demons. One notable ritual in their tradition is this hex to create loyalty in a dog. To attach a dog to a person and provide nothing else was used before to effect it. Try to draw some of your blood and let the dog eat it all along with his food and he will stay with you. The mold found on the rotting carcasses in the Bretius family home has caught illnesses among other family members. And they say, even today, the odor hasn't gone away. I hope you enjoyed that story. Because what's even worse is I've just found out. Birmingham is Britain's rattiest city. Perfect. Just in time for Halloween. A survey of 3,400 callouts by pest control company has revealed that Birmingham has more rat infestations than anywhere else. Newcastle and Leeds came in second. 
thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic. Damn you, COVID-19. Researchers say rats are loving life at the moment because they are being left to breed in a vacant shop with abandoned bins. I hope you enjoy the Halloween special and I hope you have a really nice Halloween celebration tonight or over the weekend or wherever you're doing it. No trick-or-treating this year, kids. Sorry. Thank you for listening to my Halloween special number two, 2020. I'll see you next year.